Welcome to my testimony podcast. This is Takia, you guys. I'm so happy we are here. Um, We are in 2022. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And all of the above because Jesus Christ is with us still and he is forever with us. And, you know, it's just been a blessing um, to be with you guys um, this amount of time recording the testimonies. Um, and just listening to the way that the Lord has moved in many, many lives. And so, um, thank you all for sticking with us. Thank you all for, you know, tuning into this podcast to listen to the testimonies as well. And then also share them. I also thank you all for sharing the testimonies. Um, so praise God, you know, it's so interesting when I think about the walk that we have to go through as, um, children of God um, as women, as man, and just overall as human beings. Um, and one thing that I have recognized that is common, um, amongst every person (laughs) is that we all are tempted in the same way. And I actually wanted to start off today's testimony, um, reading a scripture that speaks to this. And the scripture that I want to read comes from first Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. And it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Amen. And that scripture right there shows us many things. One thing that we're not by ourselves on this planet being tempted by things in this world, right? We are on this self, on this planet with other people who are being tempted by the same thing. So every bit of shame that can come against us for the temptations that we have walked through and have endured can go in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lie to make us feel as though we're the only one. That's a lie, right? God redeemed all mankind. God redeemed all human beings. God offered salvation for all human beings. All who believe in Jesus Christ shall be saved, right, from their sin. And so glory to God for that. And I just pray that even as you hear today's testimony, that you are encouraged to know that you can come out of every place that you may have walked and dwelled, where you were in a place of sin, where you were in a place of condemnation, um, where you were in a place, you know, idolizing things or exalting things um, that are not Jesus Christ, and that you are encouraged to believe that God is faithful to redeem you, to restore you, to love you through it, to deliver you out of those places. Um, And so in this testimony today, you are going to hear from Shayla. Um, She is 22 years old. She is a middle school English teacher, author, singer, and a newly podcast host. Um, And so she has been given the charge from God to reach God's daughters. And it's no matter their age. She is she is aiming at all God's daughters. That is what God has created her for, um, or one of the things he has created her to do. And so most of all, she says she is the servant of the most high God, Yahweh. Hallelujah. And she says she's just grateful to be alive. She is living out God's perfect will for her life. 
So we praise God and we thank God for Shayla. And we just pray again that this testimony bless you. So let's go ahead and get into the testimony. Hi, my name is Shayla Haran and this is my testimony. So back in 2018, at the age of 18, I gave my life to God or began my walk with God um, in December of that year. And in starting my walk um, and what brought me to God was that for years from starting at the age of 11, I had struggled with depression, um, suicidal ideation, and um, and anxiety, um, and many other spirits. But um, at the moment, that's what brought me to God was my pain and, and my depression. Um, and also around this time, God called me to him because I just felt this urge that I need to um I needed to find a church and that wasn't the first time that God had given me that urge but I wanted to go I wanted to find a church and I wanted to go to church um because before then my um I had stopped going to church with my parents in high school and after I graduated I just felt the need to go but that's what my the what I when I was struggling with depression that is what brought me to God and brought me to my first surrender of many surrenders um and at the time I had joined a church um where I wasn't really being taught um in a way where I could understand relationship with God and I wasn't being taught about deliverance either and what deliverance um, looked like. And, you know, I grew up in the church and I had never truly seen what deliverance was supposed to look like or what deliverance was um, up until recently. So at the time, let's just say I was a lukewarm Christian and um, and even, you know, some of the friends I had um, didn't make it my walk any less lukewarm. It made it more lukewarm. And also at the time and just starting out my relationship with God, I hadn't really read the Bible for myself. So at the time I was going to church and I would just listen to whatever the preacher was preaching and take notes and write it down. But when I would go home, I wouldn't read my own Bible. Um, And from time to time, I would do the Bible plans. I would find a Bible plan to complete on on the Bible app. And um, that's all pretty much what I would do. Um, Over time... I would say into 2018, into 2019, um, I did begin to develop a prayer life at that time. And one thing my church at the time did do was 
um, midnight prayer. So in midnight prayer and me going, um, God put it on my heart to intercede for others. Um, and my prayer life was basically built off intercessory and me having the desire to go to midnight prayer to draw closer to God. Um, however, I was, I was still lukewarm. Um, I would still, um, be swearing, cursing and drinking alcohol. Um, and just, just doing things that I shouldn't have been doing as a Christian. Um, and that now I feel conviction for, but at the time, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Um, and also during this time, I did have um, a strong belief in zodiac signs. And, and, and believing in that and basically believing I was something that God never told me that I was, it left a lot of doors um, open to the enemy and just general things that aren't of God and things in the spiritual realm that make me susceptible to spiritual attacks. Um, and also during this time between about 18 and 20, when I was at this church prior to the pandemic, um, I still was struggling with depression and suicidal ideation. So that never went away. Um, now, my understanding of God might have been increasing, you know, but it was going at this minute rate. And it also, I would even go as far to, as far to say that it wasn't completely genuine. Um, I hadn't surrendered everything, but that's also because I didn't know um I didn't know how to surrender all those things that I, you know, the things I needed healing from to get deliverance from these spirits. Um, and certain things in terms of the deliverance, it took a long time. When I say that, I mean, you know, God delivered me over time from certain things. Um, and also during this time, I was struggling with um, sexual immorality and I didn't see anything wrong with wrong with that either. Um, and I didn't see anything wrong, again, with being lukewarm because I was not reading my Bible. I was not studying. I was not renewing my mind with the word of God. And that is pretty much what led to me backsliding um, during the pandemic. Um, now, at the start of the pandemic, I was um, living with my grandparents and I was still in undergrad and I was taking these online classes and it was very different from being in person and my degrees in English. So I was used to like the in-person discussions um, and that as well as 
losing my grandfather, which happened in December, really took me away from God. And then I got into this distractive relationship um, at the time. And again, I still have, I had not gone through deliverance from being 18 to 20, 21. I hadn't gone through any deliverance yet. So I hadn't gone through any deliverance. I haven't stopped. I didn't stop believing in any of those, any of the false things that I was believing in that could not be traced back to the word of God. Um, so at the start of the pandemic, um, my, and even through the pandemic of 2020, I stopped praying as much, you know, and I also wasn't in a physical church building, you know, my relationship with God, there was no, it was the, the foundation was not firm. Um, so I stopped praying, um, and I had so much time on my hands and at the time I was working, um, but I had so much free time on my hands. So instead of me praying and reading my Bible and, you know, asking God to give me more of a desire for him and his word, I began to have a desire for, to learn about astrology and zodiac signs and which, which is basically witchcraft. And, um, and that desire, so many doors were opened up, you know, and from that, I had lost my belief in God. I questioned, is God real? And I was believing in things like source. And I was calling God source. Um, and it even got to the point in 2021 where I was, I began to do guided meditations and even with that, that opens doors to the spiritual realm. Um, and throughout the whole pandemic, honestly, I I was being attacked spiritually by by so many spirits, um, by lust, fear, um, anger. I was being attacked by so many spirits. And even during this time, when I was specifically being attacked by lust, um, I was just letting it happen. Like I didn't fight back um, when I was being attacked by these spirits, specifically in my sleep. Um, and even in my relationship, I was the relationship that I, um, that I found myself in that during 2020 in the lockdown that, that lasted for two years. Um, but even that relationship, it was, a relationship full of sin, um, so much sin, and even doing things that, you know, back when I was 18, like, I said I would never, I, I would never do, and I found myself doing all of these things that I said I would never do, um, so fast forward to 2021, um, and me just believing in astrology and basically practicing in witchcraft and, you know, being aligned with people who do tarot card readings and everything. Um, 
and also during that time I did have um I did um let someone do tarot card readings on me um three times and even in that that opens doors to the spiritual realm and a spirit of divination um but around um I would say October October September ish no it was August excuse me it was August I had a dream and I will say at the time I was sleeping in um my ex's bed um with him we were taking a nap um and I had fell asleep and um before I had fallen asleep, I had seen like this shadow and I was awake. So I had seen this like shadow man walk towards me as I was laying in the bed and it touched me and I fell asleep and I found myself in a dream. Now in this dream, I was laying in the bed, um, but I was alone in the bed. And at first I was thinking I was awake and I was just like, okay, maybe he left. Um, and I looked around me and there were like little, there were puppies and like dogs surrounding the bed. Um, and there were even two little girls like just petting the puppies. And I, in the dream, I was feeling like this false security I was indulging in it because children and dogs are two things that you know in the natural that I like but also depending on how you interpret your dreams um seeing dogs in a dream could mean could signal like or mean a demonic presence or influence is there um and as I'm just looking around enjoying myself this big lion jumps on the bed and is basically staring me down and making me back down. And I could just feel my body like backing down into the bed. Um, and after I had this dream, I didn't quite understand it. Um, probably until the end of the year. So fast forward to December I had realized that God was telling me I was comfortable in my sin and I was comfortable in being surrounded with demonic presences, demonic influences, witchcraft, sexual immorality, and just not being sure if I believed in him and his power and who God truly is. Um, so what led to me surrendering to God in December was me moving by myself. Um, so in November of last year, I moved by myself into an apartment. Um, and again, I felt that urge again to find a church. I need to go to church. Um, and the dream, you know, and God coming to me in the dream it it opened up that door. Um, what it was for me when I was 18 was that 
a f- and I should have said this at the beginning, but a few months prior, I had attempted suicide and I found myself in a mental hospital. And even after I left or got out of the mental hospital and I graduated from high school, you know, I just felt like this lack of belonging. And that's, you know, what I would say the urge came from the first time. Now, this second time, it was just the dream where God came to me in the dream as a lion. And I was alone. Like, I, I felt so lonely. Um so maybe it was a belonging thing still because also I hadn't received any deliverance. So I joined this church literally like five, ten minutes from my house. And at first I just started going to the church um, and I would just sit in the back and just just look, just look around, just listen to the word. And um, one Sunday, maybe like the third Sunday I went there, I went to the altar and just cried out to God and surrendered to him in that moment and whatever he wanted to do through me I surrendered to him and that was that was the last week of December um when that happened um but even yeah that was the last week of December but even before then I had um even before the urge to find a church, um, God was leading me out of the relationship that I was in um, because we were doing things. And I started to feel disgusted with some of the things we were doing. Um, and I just I just didn't want to do those things anymore. Um, so by the time the end of December came, um, I had surrendered to God and at the start of January, at the top of January this year, I did a 21 day fast. Okay. Now this is where the work really started, where the Holy Spirit, I was allowing the Holy Spirit to work through me and I was allowing God to teach me and to give me wisdom and to bring me through deliverance and to teach me about deliverance. So in that first um, 21 day fast, I had learned that I needed to close the doors and renounce and rebuke the spirits that I was being tormented by and close the doors to the things I had opened up myself to spiritually, um, and just renouncing the things that I touched, um, that were of the enemy, whether it was the tarot cards, the meditations, Um, that's the spirit of divination, witchcraft, um, the sexual immorality, like everything that I was doing, I had to confess, repent, rebuke and renounce everything and ask God to close those doors. Um, and as that was happening, um, that first week of the 21, the first 21 day fast that, that I did, um, I was being attacked by the enemy, um, a lot because, you know, he was losing his grip on me and I began to study my word. Um, I began to read the Bible for myself, um, and study it. Whereas before 
um, I was never truly reading and I had a physical Bible, but I was never using it. Um, so the attacks, you know, it lasted for like a couple of days, but then it stopped. And, um, my thirst for God's word, it started to increase so much, um, so much so that during this first 21 day fast, I would spend like five hours just reading, just reading the Bible and studying it. Um, and my understanding of the word at the time was still, you know, it was still minute. So what I did in starting to read the word, I read, I was reading through the Bible. So I had gotten to a point where I had gotten to second Sam and that just wasn't working anymore. Um, and then from there I was being led by the Holy spirit, where to read, where to study. Um, instead of me reading a whole book in one day, it was more so, you know, the Holy spirit's like, okay, I need you to read one chapter or I need you to read these two chapters. Um, and it's to the point now where he'll tell me audibly and I know it's his voice. Um, but before I get ahead of myself in the testimony, um, after the first 21 day fast, I had established that I was going to fast the first week of every month, you know, just to give myself some sort of, you know, schedule or just some sort of consistency with fasting. And even then I had a minute understanding of fasting, what it means to hear God's voice, you know, um, and even knowing that you shouldn't fast unless God calls you to and tells you what you're fasting for. So I was doing that and I just found myself during these fasts just being um, highly just irritated um, and just making myself just cower and just be susceptible to just little irritations from the enemy and attacks from the enemy. Um, especially at work, it will be very hard for me to fast because I'm a teacher, um, and I teach 13 year olds. So it was, it was very difficult, um, for me to not get irritated. But later on, I found out where my irritation stemmed from, but I was blindly fasting. Like I was fasting because I just thought that it was right to do it that way. Um, and eventually I stopped doing that and God had called me to do a Daniel fast. So the first 21 day fast I did, it wasn't specifically a Daniel fast, but in May I did a Daniel fast and through that fast, um, God had brought me at the end of it a few days before it ended. Um, I was delivered from a spirit of abandonment. And even through that fast, I had realized that um, I needed, I needed, God wanted to cleanse my body um, and my womb um, because it had been attacked um, by the enemy. Um, so I was delivered from that spirit in May. Um, and even after that, um, 
the most recent, even after that, God had brought me through other deliverances where um, I needed help from others to pray me through my deliverance. Um, however, my most recent deliverance was from anger and unforgiveness. And um, that was actually a self-deliverance that I did. And I was able to actually call the spirits out myself. Uh, whereas before, back in May, I wasn't able to do it. I wasn't say I wasn't able to say, come out in the name of Jesus. Like, it came out, but, you know, it's because someone, other people were praying for me and helping me to, you know, get it out. But this time I was actually saying it myself um, and it came out. So after going through these deliverances um, with God, he also had been showing me um, and just bringing to my attention what spiritual gifts he had given me and how he would want me to use them um, for for his glory and, and even for... Um, for just uplifting his kingdom and how he would want me to use them to um, make disciples. So, and now I'm also at the point where I can hear God's voice clearly. Um, and that was also um, a process, but essentially hearing his voice and um, closing those doors, even just, I don't watch TV anymore. I don't listen to secular music anymore. Just really closing all those doors and just removing certain things from my life so that I can hear from him. Clearly, that was a process, but God got me here. Um, and now I'm just grateful and thankful to him that although I have experienced certain pains in my life and although I even, you know, didn't believe in him anymore. He he still was faithful and merciful and and grace and graceful to bring me out of all those things and to deliver me multiple times um, from multiple spirits, multiple demons, and have me to share this testimony of his his goodness and of his faithfulness amen yeah i think the testimony you share is actually very relatable to be honest with you um you know and so it's a blessing to hear you share such a vulnerable testimony but then also to hear the fact of god's faithfulness to walk you out of those places and then elevate you and just, you know, the wisdom and understanding he has given to you. Um, anything you could share to just encourage someone else who, you know, kind of looking back at themselves or looking at themselves in that moment where you were um, and faced with a decision um, and thinking about where you were at those times, any, any word of encouragement, to that person who may be in that place you used to? Yeah, so 
you may okay I want to say don't get frustrated in the process don't become impatient don't try to rush the process as you are trying to draw closer to God and trying to understand who God is and trying to read his word and understand his word in the way that he wants you to understand it um don't condemn yourself don't condemn yourself um because God God already knows everything within your heart he knows everything you did but yet you're still in the moment where you are where you're turning away and repenting from these things and God sees that and God honors that so just trust God to bring you through the process trust him to bring you through deliverance trust him to give you wisdom knowledge and his understanding in a way where it will continue to just transform your understanding of and of him and how you see the world how you see people um and essentially you'll be able to use all of the things that you learn from God and trusting him in the process and letting him heal you, letting him deliver you in, in your ministry. Um, and in your, in whatever um, callings that God places on your heart, you'll be able to use everything you learn from him just from being patient in the process. So be patient with yourself, continue to repent, continue to renounce those things that, are not of God that you touched, you know, that you believed in. Continue to do those things and trust that God will deliver you and God God is faith, faithful to fulfill his promises. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I love how you said at the end, you know, um, the patience, because that's what I didn't apply to myself. I didn't apply patience. I was very impatient with myself, but I still struggle with that to this day. I'm always trying to move fast with everything. But anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, I was so happy to hear you share your testimony because it's one of those things that I think um, many people walk through, but not everybody talks through, if that makes sense. Like we all go through it, but not everybody's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so they, feel, they feel shame and guilt for it, but. For or some people, they feel shame and guilt surrounding it because it's so far from the truth of God. And once you fully realize the truth of God, you know you go through this period of you know feeling shame and guilt for what for what you want to believe. But if you read through the Word and show how God is forgiving and how you know He doesn't condemn and He's faithful and He never goes back on His promises, then it's like you don't have to feel that way. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's very true. And it's like, yeah, getting our mind on that truth instead of getting it on the fact that everything we did is where freedom comes in or is welcoming. So thank cool. you for having me. Uh, thank you for reaching out to me. Um, yeah. That testimony, because I actually um, I had previously shared it before when I when I was on Facebook a couple months ago. I'm no longer on Facebook, but I had shared that testimony, um, and I, I definitely talked about it, and I feel like in more detail then, um, and just how, you know, but in that testimony, I kind of 
focus more on the witchcraft if that makes sense instead of mm-hmm. the whole the whole journey and just I was just sharing with people where the door was open for, for me to witchcraft and um how it started out with idolization and um idolizing Beyonce as a child um and how like my understanding of zodiac signs it didn't develop until really until after um after high school because even my senior year of high school I started watching um Harry Potter and things like that you know things I never really watched growing up because my parents did keep me away from it and they were strict in a sense but they never explained to me why I couldn't watch those things or why I couldn't um do certain things so Mm. once I got my own laptop I just was watching it and you know and I was still engaging and other sins especially like the sexual immorality like the door opened up for that from molestation so it's just like girl yes same thing here (laughs) yeah it's just like okay but I did I did I talked more about the the witchcraft aspect because I was just trying to tell people like they're out here promoting witchcraft to your kids in the five below you can't even go to the store they're trying to sell kids um tarot cards and crystals and whatnot and painting it to be cool and I was just basically telling people my testimony about that and how the door to that opened up but here I was able to talk about you know the full the full journey um and really think about it you know and I would say like I used to equate my backs me backsliding in the fall to the witchcraft and zodiac signs but you know even before then I was I was still sitting you know right. yeah it only just made it, made it worse it just amplified how much I was sitting mm-hmm. where I didn't believe in God you know yeah I hear you no yeah this is true like because when I walked through the same battles the same attacks at night um everything that I was going through night and day to be honest with you um the it was already there before the attacks came it's just once I started trying to intercede for more people and I entered into warfare without any warfare gear on <laughs> then it yeah. was like oh Come into my territory, you not to prepare for the battle. Oh, I'm about to attack every weakness you have, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, so I totally understand. Um, I just my my journey out of it was just very too long, in my personal opinion, but um, it was, yeah, it, it's a journey. So, the fact that you even shared that, I know it's going to encourage a lot of people. Um, who are going through that same thing to not feel, you know, like they're alone because not everybody is so understanding um, on the other side, unless you kind of walk through it. Yeah. So, thank you so much, Shayla, for sharing your testimony, coming on the podcast and um, glorifying God in it and through it. Thank you very much. Amen. So what did you guys think of the testimony today? Did you get blessed? Did the Lord show you something? Did you have an aha moment? You know, what did you think? We would love to hear from you um, on how this testimony has blessed you. So you can reach out to us 
on Instagram at my testimony podcast or on our website, mytestimonypodcast.com. Just share with us, you know, how you were blessed. Let us know how the Lord moved through you in this testimony and what he revealed to you through this testimony. Um, and so until next time, you guys, I just pray that the Lord continue to bless you and keep you and that you share your testimony. Stay blessed, you all.